Hey everyone, welcome to the Make a Dish Podcast, episode 248. I am Suede Wade. Uh, today, there's no Scott, there's no Joe, because this is a pre-taped episode, because uh, me and the lady went to uh, Salem. Salem, Massachusetts, slash Boston. Uh, go there, it's beautiful out there. It's Halloween season. It's very, uh, lots of shops, lots of things to buy, lots of cool things to look at. I did not catch a lot of the museums because it was so crowded. So I'll go next year or whenever next time I see it, go there. Um, so in the season of Halloween, we thought we'd get Sean right back. He was back on episode 226, I believe. Uh, it was the Night of the Axe episode um, and back in May. Um, so you can go in the archives and check that out and then come back here. And then you can listen to us. Basically, it was from the, the making of and the release of Night of the Axe. Now we're going to pick up from... After release of Night of the Axe, how's the reception been, all that, and the new project he's working on, Swamp of the Living Dead, which is Indiegogo, which I am an associate producer on, so my hand is in the cookie jar on this one, too, so you definitely got to check out the this episode and check out the Indiegogo for that. Um, yeah, and, you know, we also talk about uh, the horror movies he's been watching this Halloween. We also give you underrated gems, uh, unknown movies, not only really unknown movies, but movies that aren't going to be on the epic, like, uh, ranker lists or whatever, or whatever list they have for the 30 movies you should watch this Halloween. We're going to give you movies that I don't think are going to be on there. Um, they'll say, hey, you should see The Exorcist. We'll say, see Exorcist 3, Legion. Um, yeah, so just continue so just watch this episode or listen to this episode not watch listen to this episode and um enjoy uh so yeah before we get into the interview i want to play because last week we talked about casting creatures new album folklore i'm gonna play the same song we did last week so you guys can get a little bit more for this halloween season here's 112 ocean avenue Why not 
from within the house, telling him to murder his family. Hey everyone, this is Wade, and I am joined here with the returning guest, or as Scott wants to say, because he always loves it, friend of the podcast, he does this for everyone that's been on the podcast, or anyone that we're friends with, he always says, friend of the podcast, and he's getting on my nerves with it, because he's always like, Wade, who are they? The friend of the podcast. Uh, the, uh, the fops, the friend of the podcast. It's Sean Wright, he's back. What's up, everyone? He hasn't been back since May... Uh, and it's Halloween time, and we gotta talk horror movies. You know, you released uh, Night of the Axe, which we'll, we'll 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 talk about that as well. But we're mostly gonna talk about underrated horror films. What are some underrated horror films that uh, you know? That there's a top thirty list of Halloween movies. You know, you got your Exorcist, you got your Halloween, you got your Friday the Thirteenth. What would not be on that list that should? What could be on that list? We'll talk about a few of them, and also a little project that uh, Sean and I are on. Uh, which we'll talk about later, and we I think I plugged it on the show a couple weeks now. So, yeah. So, Sean, how's everything? I'm it's, all right. It's almost Halloween. It is October 23rd, so almost Halloween. Yes, me and my girlfriend have been working on watching a horror movie list. Yeah? Yep, uh, since, is this since right September. Here? That's it right there, yeah. Okay, you know what? I know we had a plan... But you know what? I'm going to list these movies, and you're going to tell me what you think of them. These are movies you guys have never seen, right? Yes, these are all first-time watches. Okay. So, Martyrs. How'd you feel about Martyrs? Eh. <laughs> well, did you watch the French version? Yes. Okay. Did it make you hate your life? Not particularly. Not the ending when, you know, she's all, like, tortured, and you're like, oh, my God. Yes. It was kind of cool. Yeah. I, I was, <laughs> I, I that movie really messed me up. Uh... Without warning, never heard of it. Without warning, it's a great, um, a great alien, alien movie. Uh, this alien comes down from space. He throws like starfish aliens on people, and yeah. they suck it, sucks their blood and guts out. It's pretty cool. Uh, I enjoy it. Okay, I'm, I'm just gonna go through some of these because you did a lot. Uh, yes. Night Beast. How'd you feel about Night Beast? I love Night Beast. Don Doler, a Don Doler film. Also stars uh, George Stover, who's also a friend of the podcast, who's been on the show. Yes, um, Night Beast is great. It's just, it's awesome. This alien just shows up out of nowhere and just starts killing everyone for no reason. Yeah. It's, it's, I love it. Uh, Great everything. Now, you said Suspiria, which one? The, uh, the new one. Yes, how did you, okay, I, I said on the podcast, I was not a big fan of it. Yeah, it sucked. Yeah. Okay, thank um, you. That, that Italian director should have his Italian citizenship He's remote. not Italian. He's I don't not, think, I don't think he's Italian. No, I'm pretty I don't sure think he so. is. But whoever, if he is, he should never be allowed in Italy. If he isn't, because it's, he uh, ruined that movie. It's Amazon Studios, man. They're like, directors, do what you want to do. Some directors need editors. Some some directors need producers saying, let's cut it down about 20 minutes. Let's let's cut... When it said epilogue, I was like, fuck you. <laughs> uh, Fright Night 2? You're talking about the original Fright Night 2? Yes, the original Fright Night 2. There, there, I believe there's a, a remake sequel. Yes. Okay. Yes, there is. Um, but the, yeah, the original sequel to the first, the original Fright Night is... Yes. It's pretty cool. Of course, not as good as the original, oh, but no. it's... Uh, well, really, it should have a DVD and a Blu-ray release, because yes. it doesn't. Yeah, but. it's, it's, it's bullcrap. Uh, the Vanishing, is it the original Vanishing? The, um... Was that Japanese? The foreign one. No, it's... Is it Korean? French. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, French, yes, that's the one, French. Yeah, it's oh, got yes. the tunnel. Yes, uh, yeah. that, not very memorable. I think there's a cannibal... I think there's a cannibal. Is that we correct? We deal on a Criterion Connection. I don't remember it. 
I'll be I, real. I, I, I don't. Believe, I don't remember I believe, any of that. I believe there's a cannibal and there's lots of sex. So uh, I mean, that was that was that's kind of cool. Oh, here's one. Murder party. Murder party. That was pretty fun. I love murder murder fun. party. It's super fun. It's super silly and stupid. Super stupid. But I love it. Uh Hmm. Let's see. I I never heard of Trouble Every Day. A Blade in the Dark. Never heard of these movies. A Blade in the Dark. That is a Jallo. Okay. Directed by Alberto oh. Bava. Oh, so we can I can add that to the Jallo of the Month Club. You could. <clears throat> uh, rats. Rats. That was some. That was a lot of fun. Um, have you? Yeah, I'm sure you haven't seen it. Probably. No. Um, it's another Italian movie. Um, directed by Bruno Mattei, I think. Yes. Um, he is. I'm not going to talk about him, but the movie itself is a lot of fun. Oh, why can't you these... talk about him? Is he, is he like, is he a perv or something? No, I can talk about him. I'm just not going to talk about him specifically. I'm going to talk about the oh, movie. Oh, okay. I thought it was like Gary Glitter and you can't talk about him because of the child porn or something. <laughs> no, no. I, he, I don't know. I have no uh, idea if he's involved in child porn, but. Let's just say he's not. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but Brad's is a lot of fun. It's these um, Mad Max rejects, including discount Kurt Russell and discount um, Chuck Ooh. Norris. Okay. They show up. Uh, this abandoned abandoned city and it's just infested with rats. Okay. And it's funny because you can tell they're just dumping buckets of rats on these people. It's great. Yeah. Like live rats. It's it's really fun. Of course, there's uh, some of the unavoidable Italian animal cruelty, but uh, what are you going to do? Italians <laughs> love their animal cruelty. I don't. Uh, Itchy to Killer, great. Itchy yes. to Killer is ridiculous. Uh, Conjuring 2. Conjuring 2, it was, it was it was all right. Yeah, yeah. Those movies are they're they're fine. Yeah, they're they're, they're they're the better of the few that came out. Uh, well, speaking of that franchise, I feel like the second Annabelle movie of those Annabelle movies. I think the second one was good. Oh, Creation. This, yeah, I hate it. Creation. Really? I thought that one was good. The other ones were just. Eh. Oh no, the new <laughs> one was it? Annabelle, the new beginning or something like that. I forget what it's called. No, Annabelle comes home. That's what's called. Yes. Uh, that one is super fun. It's female, uh, female led, like kind of like, it's, it's like, it's like, don't tell mom the babysitter's dead or no, it's like adventures in babysitting, but horror. It, it, it's fun. It, it's a fun, inventive scares kind of thing. Well, spoiler warning, no one dies in it. Huh? <laughs> no one dies in the new Annabelle movie. How do you have a horror movie and no one even dies in it? Who cares? <laughs> well, hold on. Did anyone die in The Exorcist? Um... No, 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 no one. No one died in The Exorcist. Because the priest lives on in Exorcist 3. True, but he didn't originally. <laughs> yes. Just... No, he didn't originally. But if we're going to do canon, Exorcist 3. Uh, which, by the way, that's... Uh, um, before we get into the underrated list, that's on my underrated list is Exorcist 3. I agree. I need to see it, though. That movie is awesome. Or also called Legion, whatever. But that movie is awesome. Should have put it on this list. It's so good. Like... Like, I, I rival of that. Well, it's... Exorcist 3 is like a cop procedural, but Exorcist 1 is like a family drama. So, uh, let's see. Train to Busan. That was uh, fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen this. Uh, Macabre. I, Macabre. It's on my list. I actually um, watched on Shutter the show called The Core, hmm. and they talked about Macabre, and I'm like, oh, I want to see this movie. It it uh, it drags a little, uh-huh. but it's to be expected from a uh, 1980 jello sort of movie yes but um it does have a lot of cool stuff in it a lot of bizarro wacky things that you can expect so it's a lot of fun uh i've never seen any of the howlings so i can't talk about (laughs) oh man the howling three was dirt dirt boring oh dirt boring (laughs) yeah i was expecting like a, a cheese fest but i was 
I was, um... You were not howling, you I was were yowling. Yes. You were yowling. I was expecting a fun cheese fest to get, like, this boring movie with, like, a little bit of cheese. Yeah. Not Gouda cheese. No. Uh, is it's the original Cat People. Yes, the first one. Mm, though that lighting in that movie is so good. Uh, it makes me like, I want to make more black and white movies just so I have that lighting. Uh, Silver Bullets classic. Yes, Gary Bu- Gary Busey. Great fantastic. movie. Also, the twist with, uh, well, we could spoil it, the priest. Yeah. That was a pretty cool twist. We could spoil it because it's like 30 years old. Uh, Don't Torture a Duckling. That's one genre movie I've not watched. Uh, it was uh, it was a little, little, little dull for the most part. It was more of a uh, more of a police procedural most of the time. Let's see. Wait, hold on. You've never seen Little Shop of Horrors? I have not, no. <clears throat> With all of uh, uh, Rick Moranis. And, yeah, I haven't uh, seen it, but I have now. It was it was a lot of fun. It's fun. Yeah, it's super fun, especially Steve Martin as the dentist. He really hams it up. I love it. <laughs> Steve Martin's a classic. Uh, Beyond the Darkness. God, have I seen the Beyond the Darkness? It's, uh, I like that one a What lot. is Beyond the Darkness? Um, Joe D'Amato film. It's um, this weird dude has his uh his dead he taxidermies his dead wife and he keeps her oh, at his no. house and then no clue what that is and then people show up and they end up dead because you know because horror movies uh and it's and I it's know. great a lot of a lot of great disgusting practical gore it's, i have it's a lot of fun check heard it out of this it's a lot of fun check it out of course it's italian so it has plenty of bizarro uh bizarro plot points i heard the i heard the host was cool it was cool uh two evil eyes have not watched I, can't, uh, I get evil eyes and body bags confused. Yeah, yeah. They have a two, similar color two, color scheme. Two evil eyes is just uh, both of the both of the stories in it were just a little dull, just a little dull. Doesn't, to kind of drag doesn't on. Doesn't the one with the cat have Harvey Cattell in it? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's what, that's uh, thought. It's George Romero and Dario Argento. That's the combo. Yes, that's the combo. Okay. <laughs> uh, probably not the good combo. Um, oh, M. M was. M was M. <laughs> M was only a horror film. It's very noir. It's very yes. like mystery, and that's as far as you've written, you've watched as you know as of this recording. Yeah. What do we have? Like twenty more. <clears throat> yeah. You have <laughs> the psychic. Never heard of it. Uh, the bird of the crystal plumage. Argento. Yes. Uh, brain scan. I think I've seen that. King Kong. You never seen the original King Kong? I have not. No. It's it, it's it's old. Just uh, just just keep that in mind. Of course. Uh, popcorn. I've been wanting to see that movie. Never seen it. Quiet on. Great. Also on the Criterion Connection. Uh, so I've never seen it. Invasion. Wait. What? Which invasion of the body? The section? original ones. We've okay. seen the seventies one. Okay. I've got to say, you gotta see the seventies one. Uh, Horror Express. Never heard of it. House. That's a pretty cool. Cool one. Hasu. Oh, that's Halsu, not yeah, House, not, not the one with the doorknob. No, I've seen House. Okay, so Halsu. Oh, Halsu. Oh boy. <laughs> you know my opinion? You should watch Halsu and Quiedon back to back. They're two fucking weird Japanese horror films, but they're two of the best. Quiedon is probably the one of the most beautiful horror movies I've ever watched. And Halsu is just the one of the most crazy. All I need to know is Watermelon. Where's <laughs> the ba- banana? Some sort of fruit involved with house soup. <clears throat> I'll keep fruit in mind. Uh, Madhouse. Oh, that, that, I have that in my queue. Looks cool. Pit and the Pendulum's awesome. Now, there are two Madhouses. One of Vincent Price and then one that's a slasher movie. Yeah, it's, which one are you talking about? That's the Vincent Price one. You know, Oh, oh. Oh, <clears throat> yeah, I forgot that was a movie. He has, like, the makeup. Yeah. That movie's, yeah. That movie's crazy, too. 
Um, but I, obviously, the other madhouse is also on my list, my personal yeah, list. Yeah, it's somewhere. got cool, like, kind of like a girl and a yeah. dog. Yeah, yeah that's, I think that's Vinegar it. Syndrome maybe put out. They did, and I have it on my Shutter account. And just so you know, we are uh, in a war zone right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, we're just, it's, nice to, it's a nice night out, so we have the window open, so... Um, so what? Who cares? I heard enough podcasts of people in freaking New York. So, it's fine. If you hear any background noise. Uh, Diabolique? Is that the French one? Yes, I believe so. I, That's one of Jen's picks. I don't we know. never did on Criterion Connection, but I've seen it. It's pretty, it's pretty good. Uh, Tales of Terror, that's in my list. And The Raven. Oh, oh, The Endless. Oh, my God. Love The Endless. That and that movie is cool. Uh, I like the direct... I saw it... Um, it wasn't the two directors, but it was um, one of the producers went to like uh, came to Baltimore and they did a showing and, and we had a Q and A, super cool. Definitely check out Morehead and uh, God, is that killing me? the people who did the endless. It's Morehead and someone I forget their name. I apologize. I love them. I forget who their names are. Um, I'm on the podcast. Yeah, what the fuck was his name? Anyway. Uh, but, you know, that's his list. Um, but let's talk about underrated horror films. What's some underrated horror films that people need to know? People need to know, watch, and I'm just going to say, it's not really, it's not, it, it's kind of known, but I think Fright Night has to be on someone's list. The original Definitely. Fright Night. We talked about Fright Night too. The original Fright Night. And I'll even argue, the remake isn't terrible either. But if you got to pick one, the original. Peter I- Vincent. Fucking one of the best characters ever made. I agree. Chris Sarandon, one of the greatest vampires. They're just nonchalant vampire. There's a lot overdue. Like you have, you have like Radu, and you have Dracula and Nosferatu, but and you have sparkly vampires, and you have whatever uh, interview the vampire was. Um, but I think Chris Sarandon should be up there as one of the best vampires for sure. Yeah. It's, yeah, especially as like his little ghoul friend that turns into like, goo. Like, yeah, who what knows the? what he is, but he's cool. I don't know, and of course the classic line, you're so cool, Brewster, you know, <laughs> poor guy, poor evil Ed, I, I feel so bad for him, man, he, he, he got, and also show, there's not many incarnations of vampires turning to dogs. Yes, uh, well, in, yeah, some, there are, there are some wolves, yeah. there are some wolf vampires, as well. yeah. it depends on what you're watching, Yeah. or what you're reading, what wolves you're Wolves are very like, eh, it's whatever. They sometimes want to use it. They sometimes they don't want to use it. So, I don't know. But Fright Night, definitely watch Fright Night in this Halloween season, even though this comes out in two days before Halloween's <laughs> over. But who cares? Well, you gotta, you gotta binge. You gotta binge it, man. You gotta binge it. Sean, do you have anything? Like, do you have one? Yes. The Deadly Spawn. That's something you need to watch. I have never seen You've The Deadly Spawn. It. You should watch it. You know what? I think you and Gary were talking about it, about maybe a possible B-Movie Den episode of Did They Spawn. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Because it's an alien movie. Um, this alien ends up in these people's basement. Yeah. Uh, there's this monster kid who's all about monsters and stuff. Oh, uh, oh so he's a fan of monsters. Now he's, he is an actual yeah, monster. Yeah, he's he's a not like a monsters. kid monster. Yeah. There's, there's this kid who's a fan of monsters and... You know, he's afraid of this thing, but he loves yeah. monsters. He doesn't think monsters are real. But then uh, there's a alien thing in his basement. Spoiler, they're real. Yeah. Great, great movie. Just great gore, great practical effects. Yeah. Just, it's amazing what they did on the slow budget, too. I think it was like $25,000 in 1982. Yes. So it's like, it's incredibly impressive what they did. Because these, if you see this monster, it's just like amazing. All the cool gore. Uh, and also the, it's so... Re- the atmosphere of it too is all rainy. Yeah. 
yeah, it's like an amazing movie. You gotta watch it. If you're a fan of creature features, if you're a fan of horror, and of course of uh, gory practical effects, then uh, Deadly Swan is something for you to watch. Ooh, okay, okay. Uh, uh, I can raise you one. I'm gonna give you two. Both Slumber Party Massacre movies. <laughs> you can skip the third one. But the, the the two Slumber Party Massacre movies are great. Slumber Party, Slumber Party Massacre 1 is just straight slasher. Driller killer. He kills people with a fucking drill. But Slumber Party 2 is a completely different movie. It's like Nightmare on Elm Street, but it's like this rock and roll like guy with his guitar. And on the edge of the guitar is the drill. So when he plays, like, the drill starts spinning. And he haunts this woman in her dreams. And she sees premonitions that eventually become, oh, they're real. Uh, it's really psychologically weird, and the killer's very hammy. He's very, like, Andrew Dice Clay, like, I'm a rockabilly. Hey, baby, let's do this. So, you know, it's very weird, but those two movies are very, they're gory. There's a scene where a guy gets the drill through his fucking chest in Slum Party 2, and it's insane. Good gore. Yeah, I so, gotta, I gotta check out uh, Prom Night Two. That's one I haven't seen yet. I, I mean, seen. sorry, not Prom Night Two. Uh, Slumber Party Massacre yeah. Two. I was thinking Prom Night Two because it's on my list here of things to talk about. So yeah. might as well talk about it. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, prom Night Two. Uh, if you've seen the first Prom Night, uh, you may have fallen asleep. Because <laughs> honestly, for me personally, <sighs> I feel like the first Prom Night is not very good. Yeah. As a slasher, especially like. Like, I think it takes, like, 40 minutes for someone to die in that movie. That's me with the burning. Can't watch the burning. It's so boring. I disagree with you on that one, but back to, back to Prom Night. Yeah. Um, prom Night, the first one, it's just, there's that extended disco dance sequence. Like, what is that? Like, Prom Night 1, not, you know, a classic slasher, but not a great classic slasher. Oh, no. Prom Night 2, on the other hand, is something completely different. Have you, seen, have you seen Prom Night 2? I have two? not. It's, almost, Hello. It's, it's Hello Mary, whatever? Yes, Hello, Hello Mary Lou, Prom Night 2. That one is a lot more fun. There's a, um, like, a, a, a asshole prom queen uh, back from the dead after she was burned alive by, um, I think it's Michael Ironside or Ooh. Jeremy Irons, one of the two. I think it's Michael Ironside. They're, they're very different. I know, but uh, they have the same Jeremy name. Irons is very British. It must uh, have been uh, Ironsides. Ironside. Ironside's very, uh, he's very uh, low budget. Yes, it's mostly Jerry like Iron, him. Jerry, Jerry Iron, Jeremy Irons like, I can do whatever I want. I am Alfred in Batman. Uh, not Ooh. Alfred in Batman. He's uh, in Batman. Michael Ironside. Yeah, Michael Ironside. Michael Ironside. Who's also in <laughs> Starship Troopers. He's the one yeah. with the middle arm. Anyway, edit out all that and just, <laughs> I'm going to say Michael Ironside. So I don't that's fine. Out. No, it's, 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 that's, that's, uh, they got to see the journey in the investigation. <laughs> we did our homework. If we were wrong, we check it out. You know, yes, I, it has Michael Ironside, who is the, uh, the principal now of the school. Oh. And and there's this, this dead prom queen back from the dead. She's all burned up. She's killing people. It's a supernatural slasher. It's a lot more fun. As it is. You but know. a lot gorer than the original. A lot more happens in this one. Yeah. Um, there's just a, there's a, a nude... Um, <laughs> Uh, the lead, the lead is like walking around nude in the locker room because she's possessed by the by the um, <laughs> and it's just off the wall because you're not expecting it. It's just yeah. it's just is smash cut the naked lady. <laughs> Sometimes you got to smash cut to a naked lady, uh, which is very funny. Uh, another one I can say uh, if we're talking about slasher, well, it's not really a slasher per se, but it's called a movie called The Guest. With um, Dan Stevens and Michael Monroe and 
It's it came out in 2014. My my girlfriend got me into it. She loves this movie, and I was like, I don't know. It looks like because I saw the trailers for it, I'm like, it looks kind of stupid. And I watched it. It's legit one of the best movies I've horror movies I've seen. Not really horror movies. One of the best movies I've seen in maybe ten years. In the past ten years, it's got it's based in Halloween. Like there's a Halloween, the big climatic chase with the Halloween thing. Basically, this soldier comes home to a family of a fallen soldier and says, "Hey, you know, I'm letting you know that he died or whatever." But you know, and they let him stay. And it turns out he's not fucking right in the head. And he's also kind of like a cyborg, <laughs> not legit like cyborg, but his mannerisms are cyborgish. He can basically mow down anyone with a machine gun. That kind of cyborg. Um, but you know, it's but he's so charming and it's so good. The guest charming, he's he's so charming to oh, where like so that. That's why you let um he lets the family let him in because he's he's so charming, he's so mesmerizing, and he becomes a freaking psycho. But it's got a great like synthwave goth kind of soundtrack. Oh, so. I'm on board for that. It's 2014, The Guest with Dan Stevens, so good. That when you see the cover, you're like, I don't know. But when you watch it, you're like, that's a very enjoyable movie. So the guest, but before the before we go any further, we're talking about a lot of slashers right now. So I thought it'd be fun, you know, because a couple months ago you released a, a, your own. I'm looking at it right over there. Your a slasher short uh, called Night of the Axe. And when we did the interview or discussion, I don't know, I don't say an interview. It's so like we had a discussion. Like we're having a discussion now. How you just released Night of, Night of the Axe. You just released it. You you gave us like uh, the first copies printed. So, yeah. Uh, so it's been what's May to October. That's like what five months. Yeah. How what's what's it been like? As if it feels like it's been longer than five months, but it's been five months. How's the reception been? How's just everything been going with Nightly Axe? Well, I've gotten a lot of positive attention. I haven't really gotten anyone really dragging my movie too much, but uh, yeah, I've gotten a lot of a lot of praise for it. Uh, I just wish I could get more. You know, it's hard to uh, but get here's people the thing. to watch it. As narcissists as every human is, of course we want more, but some people don't get any. Yeah, so, that's true. So that that's the plus. And you got to do, you know, the fa- I see a lot of people review it on their YouTubes yes, and their a Instagram. Lot nice a lot of people are tagging you on Instagram. Like, I keep going on... Mm-hmm. Keep on going through your your uh, Instagram and your stories, and there's always someone saying something good about it. And that's good. Yeah, that is good. Yeah, you're know, um, on a couple podcasts. What was it the Jersey Ghouls? Yeah, the Jersey Ghouls. I yeah. talked to them about Jason Takes Manhattan. Yes. and um, and the in my movie. Is that is that an underrated film? Jason Takes uh, Manhattan. Jason Takes Manhattan. I don't know about underrated. It's but only it's worth not, it. It's not as bad as people will say it. It's is. only the, the best part is the boxing. Yes, that is, that is by far the best part of the entire movie. But like, yeah. So, so you, there's I, there's some there's some positive aspects to Part Eight. But yeah. anyway, yeah. But you <laughs> didn't win awards and won some awards. Yes, at the Independent Horror Movie Awards, it's an online thing. I won for um, best kill and best gore. Did they specify which kill? Yes, I asked them, and apparently it was the shower kill. That was the best kill to them. Okay. Yeah, I figured it'd probably be the spoiler warning face pan. Oh, the face the pan's really great. But I guess they went for the shower kill. Yeah. Uh, I was also nominated for Best Atmosphere. Yeah, it had, it had a nice little atmospheric tone to it, like a nice <laughs> feel to it. Uh, but yeah, like that's awesome. Like You got uh, Night of the Axe, and it's available on YouTube, Vimeo. Yes. Um, you can buy it. It's you five can bucks. buy it. Um, yeah. It's five bucks, guys. What You can spend that five dollars. I mean, 
I know you could probably spend it on like McDonald's or whatever, but use it for a movie. Independent cinema, man. Get on it. But anyway, uh, I, I do want to talk about, uh, if you want a horror movie, it's not really horror, but if you want to be depressed, watch <laughs> Combat Shock. Combat Shock. It's a trauma movie. You know what? Fuck, I'm not even going to say that. Let's go for fun trauma. Let's go with uh, Terror Firmer. <clears throat> Terror Firmer, I feel like that should be on everyone, everyone's list. It's so ridiculous, and it's it go over the line many times. Well, it's a trauma movie, so you got to go over It's the a Blake Kaufman trauma movie, and they go over the line so much, but it's basically a killer is on a film set. There you go. And it's trauma, and, you know... They're doing toxic. They're trying to make Toxic Avenger five, and there's there's uh, twists, there's turns, there's Ron Jeremy, there's the Toddster, there's all kinds of weird stuff, and there's also a cameo from Lemmy from Motorhead and the South Park guys, Matt Matt Stone and Trey Parker. I almost flipped that, but yeah, that, that also Poultry Geist. Poultry Geist. Have you seen Poultry Geist? Poultry Geist is something I need to see. Poultry Geist is the Night of the Chicken Dead. Come on. It's basically a fast food joint was built on an Indian barrel ground. Perfect. And it's trauma. And every, every character is named <laughs> after a fast food chain. Like the main character's name is Arby. There's a Carl Jr. There's a Wendy. There's, um... Oh, God. There's Paco Bell. That's just the Hispanic <laughs> character. Uh, you know, there's so many, like, uh... Hummus. I think Hummus was the, um... The Middle Eastern woman. I'm not sure... I think it was. That was... Because she, she was like, it's too much. I remember that joke. That was a weird joke. But yeah, it's <laughs> fucking crazy. Yeah, so Poltergeist and Terraformer. And so, Combat Shock if you hate your life. <laughs> so another pick for me, um, not to harp too much on the slasher, but, uh, well, harp isn't the word. I'm seeing a lot of trends with slasher. That's why I was like, no, I'm not going to choose Terraformer. I'm going to choose this. So I'm trying to do is not do slashers. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to come up with another slasher in a in a moment. But I just want to mention Intruder. Ooh, yeah. One of the, one of the greatest slasher films I've ever seen in my life. Yes. The, the best gore you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Well, well, yeah, probably the best gore you've ever seen. <clears throat> I mean, there's probably some uh, weird German movie that has more gore. Yeah. And more excessive gore. But this is this is probably some of the best gore you've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, it's just it's set in a supermarket, which you never see that, really. Yeah. Which, um... It's, you never see the supermarket. It's just it's great kills. It's a lot of fun. It's, yeah. You definitely have to check that out if you haven't seen Intruder. One yeah. of the best I've ever seen. I'll raise you another slasher. Uh, it is the season, but not Halloween season. It's Christmas season. Uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night 1. The original Silent Night, Deadly Night. Uh, it gets a lot of flack because Silent Night, Deadly Night 2 is a f- disaster movie and everyone loves it. Garbage day. But this one is generally genuinely like kind of like uneasy psychotic a little bit like the killer's so like because you see his family get killed and you're like oh my god and then like when he, he wears the santa outfit that's where it's like oh no because when they pull out the santa outfit you're like oh no because the audience is like oh no 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 that's a bad idea and he goes like it's genuinely like very kind of like unsettling with yes. how the character is and how people die because of this character. It's very, it's crazy movie. Don't let Silent Night Deadly Night two, because Silent Night Deadly two is just basically Silent Night Deadly Night because they couldn't film all of it. 
It's just, he was Moses Silent Night, Deadly Night in that movie. And the rest are garbage. So don't even worry about that. So Silent Night, Deadly Night. There you go. I agree. Good Christmas movie. season. Another Christmas another Christmas horror movie that uh, a lot of people love. Christmas Evil. I wouldn't I've say never it, seen it. I wouldn't say it's necessarily... Um, a lot of people love that one. I'm not a big fan. I think it's a little dull, personally. But... If you watch that, you'll see that the Santa character in that, the guy who, you know, is delusional Santa Claus, he's so great at that role. Like, he, he's really, yeah. he really plays a psycho, a psychotic person very well. So if you do check it out, or you know what I'm talking about. I'll raise you another one, Krampus. Krampus, never seen that one. Krampus is like, um, like you think it's going to be stupid, right? You look at the trailer, it's going to be stupid, really good. Really good plate pacing, really good scares, really good atmosphere, really good acting, just really good all around. So Krampus checked out. But let's not talk about fucking Christmas. Yes, we've already we've ruined the Halloween season. So let's uh, talk about Halloween though. Halloween and a uh, one movie that definitely you need to watch Halloween: Night of the Demons. Yes. Yes, a perfect your perfect Halloween movie. The original and the the remake. Never seen the remake. The but remake I'm, is not as good, but it's pretty good. Pretty yes, decent. but Night of the Demons is a is a definite watch for your ha- Halloween season. Halloween party, crazy demons, yeah. gory stuff. It's Must great. See. Must see. And of course, another one, trick or treat. Not that's, trick or treat. Yes. That's going to be on someone's list already. Trick or treat with Gene Simmons and Rob, and Ozzy Osbourne's in it for a little bit. For like a second. They're both but, in it for about a second. Yeah. But they're plastered <clears throat> on the front cover of the DVD. It's great. But it's like, oh, that movie. I don't remember anything about it, but I remember it being a fun time. It is a lot of fun. It is a lot, of, especially if you love horror and metal, like yeah. me. And I'm sure Wade like, likes these things, too. Yes. <laughs> uh, another one, and you have one on your list, but you're going to do the sequel of it. So I'm just going to say anything Stuart Gordon. I mean, that, that includes Reanimator. That includes the uh, called Far From Beyond. Also includes Castle Freak. Yes. Castle Freak is like ridiculous. Like I I remember watching it, but it mostly feels like a fever dream. Yes. I might have been sick while watching it because I remember just being like in a dream world. That Maybe because only, of the atmosphere. That can only make it better. Yeah. Same well, with what do you what do you think of dolls? Oh, oh, I watched it for last year's uh, Halloween uh, 31 movies. I love dolls. I like the idea. That's the one with the grandparents, right? Yes. Yeah. I, the, the giant teddy bear. Yeah, like that. That is so like. It was a lot of fun. It's a, it's so much fun. I get that and Taurus Trap mixed up. Because yes. Taurus Trap, Taurus Trap has that weird like laughing yeah. doll. And I'm like, what the fuck? Which, of course, another great movie, but. Yeah. Oh, that twist to the end. Oh, my God. The last ten minutes of Taurus Trap are so good. Ridiculously good. But, yeah, like, uh, I'm talking about a lot of slashers. I'm trying to think of other movies that are, like, more atmospheric. Uh, well, I'll talk about not a slasher. You mentioned uh, Reanimator and Stuart Gordon. Another underrated director oh, yeah. is Brian Yuzna, who, of course, uh Bride of Reanimator. Yes. And Society, which is just... Oh, Society a, is ridiculous. Which is just a crazy, a crazy fun ride with, like, the greatest special effects you've ever seen. Yeah. But... Oh, it's one of the most disgusting scenes of all time. Yes. When they're, they're basically sucking that guy into their... Like, dude, that is so, like, just ruins your... Just ruins your night. 
Uh, but yeah, Brian Reanimator is like, you saw Reanimator and you saw how gory it is. Let's just throw the kitchen sink in there. Yes. It's like, I like to think it's, I like to compare uh, Bride Reanimator to the Reanimator series to RoboCop. Where RoboCop is a really great film, top to bottom. It's got a great tone, got great everything. Same with Reanimator. RoboCop 2 is just insane. It just crank it up to 11. Same with Bride Reanimator, and no one talks about RoboCop 3 or Beyond Reanimator. So, there you go. <clears throat> like, Bride Reanimator, like, fucking the bats. Yes. The bat head. Oh, my God. <clears throat> and just some of the goriest, like, one of the goriest endings you'll probably ever see, really. Yes, it's great. And really, um, it's funny because if you if you read the original Reanimator story, um, they actually were relatively faithful in adapting like the, the hits of the plot. Yeah. <laughs> of course, there's some uh, creative liberties, but still, it's funny yeah. because if you, those two movies together are the plot of the actual story Reanimator. Yeah. Um, and then Beyond Reanimator is called that because it goes beyond the story. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> another one... I lost my train of thought. Oh, here we go. You're talking about gory movies. Dead Alive. Is oh, gory. yes. <clears throat> uh, but I'm not going to pick Dead Alive. I'm going to pick a totally different one. That's Peter Jackson. And people should watch Frighteners. I the agree. Frighteners is so ridiculous. I mean, you get to see... Also featuring Jeffrey Combs. Jeffrey Combs <laughs> plays, like a, plays a fucking neo, like a Nazi. Like, <laughs> what? And he's so good at it. And just... It's got Michael J. Fox. It's just, it's just such a fun little movie. It has the charm of Dead Alive. Where it has this character you like. It just has everything you like. Even has a little bit of gore. Yeah. Frighteners, the only issue about Frighteners, I think it's a little too long. Yeah. But I think it's well worth watching. Uh, I'm trying to think of any other. Do you have any others? Are you trying to think of more, I guess? Uh, no, I think that's pretty much... Uh... Also, Del Toro. Guillermo Del Toro. Pan's Labyrinth. Kronos. Uh, one of a good vampire movie. Kronos is a freaking ridiculous one. Also, shape of water. Be classy, and cry a little because I cried a little. <laughs> didn't love, uh, didn't love Kronos. <clears throat> Kronos, I, I think I appreciate it because it's a different take on a vampire movie. Like, I should love like a movie like Subspecies, but I don't. I know what checks Subspecies out. Um, like Radu is a really cool vampire, and the claymation is a little dated but cool still. But it's boring as shit. I remember watching Subspecies and being... I didn't want... I have the whole set. I never watched two, three, four. I think there's a fifth one. Uh, but they're boring as balls. The first one's boring. Sorry, person who made Subspecies, but... It's boring! I like I like my vampires to be uh, Christopher Lee-esque. Yes. Uh, Hammer Horror Dracula movies. There you go. Yes, watch those. They, watch they, the Frankenstein ones, too. Yeah, there you go. Peter just, Cushing, just, come on. Just, just watch it. Just watch everything Hammer ever released. If it's got the, Peter Cushing or Christopher Lee, it's going to be good. Um, I'll or re- the price. Uh, speaking of which, you mentioned Horror Express at the beginning of the show, which huh? is because it's on my list. Yeah. And that is a, that's a Peter Cushing, Christopher Lee movie. Mm. British. Yes. So watch that, even though I have not <clears throat> seen it yet, but I can, <clears throat> I'm sure I'll love it. Here's one that's on it's on Criterion. Um, it's a Criterion uh, collection movie, but it's called Night of the Hunter. Uh, it is so, like, kind of... It's not really gory. There's no kills. It's more of terror and fear. Basically, this guy marries into this family that has two kids. The mother dies. This guy's overbearing, basically just wants the money and whatever, and treats the kids like shit. So the kids run away, and he's chasing them. And it's, like, from the 40s and, you know, 
This guy has like on his knuckles, he has hurt and heal on it. And he's so like everyone, like I said about the guests, he's, he's so inviting. Everyone likes him, but the kids know there's something wrong with him. And he is, uh, for being from the 40s, he's genuinely frightening. But you're like, you gravitate to him. You think he's kind of cool. You know, like, I kind of like that guy. Uh, yeah. Also, the, also the Omen. Well, of course. The I feel like the Omen would be on someone's list. It should be on someone's list because the Omen is Damien. great. <clears throat> really, all all three Omens are pretty yeah. pretty enjoyable. <clears throat> Here's never one. seen never seen the fourth one. Uh, I'm pretty sure after, like all movies, I think after the third one you can stop. Like Hellraiser movies, you can stop it. No, you know what? I'm gonna put Bloodlines I'm gonna, is pretty good. I'm gonna put this on the list. Bloodlines. Bloodlines is the last good Hellraiser movie. Is it as crazy as Hellraiser three? No. But it's in space. A lot of movies suck. You know what I'm going to say? It. A lot of slasher movies that are in space are cool. Jason X, fuck it. It's cool. Critters 4, better than Critters 3. I said it. It's got Brad Dorff, Angela Bassett in it. You see Angela Bassett's butt. I think. It might be a stunt butt. I don't know. But you see her butt and Leo. You see, you see a butt at some point. Leo from Twin Peaks is in it. I guess you can also say Twin Peaks Fire Walk with me is very fucking unsettling and weird. But go ahead. Um, there's so many movies I can talk about. But you know what? I'll talk. Here's one The Hatchet series, nice. Victor Crowley, uh, Adam Green did it. Basically, any, Frozen's great. Uh, uh, Digging of the Marrow is great. I think you'll like Digging of the Marrow. I might. Is that a found footage one? Kind of. It's it's basically Adam Green is like document. It's being a documentary about this guy who thinks there's monsters are real. The 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 guy's played by Ray Wise, who's fantastic in it. it basically, it's the hunt for monsters, and there's a chance that it might not exist, but it's a chance there are. It's kind of like a meta documentary. Uh, it's like the rise of Leslie behind the mask, rise of Leslie Vernon. Like it's. It's very um, behind the scenes, but it works. But Hatchet, it really works because it's like, you already had to deal with the slasher. It's pretty much unkillable, but you're also in a stinky, <laughs> dingy swamp. And it's just, it's just disgusting. <clears throat> like, and also the longest chainsaw I've ever seen in my life. Only seen the first one. Chain, Hell, uh, Hatchet 2 is the one with the, the chainsaw. It's like super long and it can kill a bunch of people. Um... But yeah, Hatchet's so good. Three is decent. I've not watched Victor Crowley yet, but Hatchet one already is just crazy. Uh, but you'll have to watch all three because literally when they end a Hatchet movie, the next movie starts right at that moment. So if someone gets killed, it starts right where it starts. Um, but that said, um, before before I continue about Hatchet, also Prince of Darkness. Yes. John Carpenter's Prince of Darkness. That ending is so... The TV... Oh my God. That, that broadcast, that whole scene is weird and just uns- it, it just haunts you a little bit. But Hatchet takes place in a swamp. But that is, that's not all. It, you see, this is called a segue, Sean. Because... You're not doing a very good job. <laughs> not doing a good job, but like, because I was like, oh my god, I got to talk about Prince of Darkness. But I got to save the segue, so I had to do it. So, Sean, you talked about this on the last episode, and you're finally going to do it. Well, you'll need help. Um, which we'll get to. Um, but you mentioned something about doing a swamp movie, uh, a feature length film. So um, while I get the the certain a certain page open, uh, please tell everyone about Swamp of the Living Dead. So Swamp of the Living Dead is a um, 
it's a zombie film inspired by Italian zombie films. So it's going to be lots of gore, lots of uh, interesting cinematography, uh, a great atmosphere. This guy won an award for atmosphere. Yes. And um, it's going to be... It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Because um, I'm going to get a cast of, you know, of unknown actors. Yes. They're all going to be... uh... (laughs) They're going to get bloody. They're going to get dirty. They're going to have some gory fun. And I am also an associate producer on it, so we'll back it up a little more. Uh, I, I, I have faith in this thing. You should, too. But... That's, but we need your help, right? Yep. So you have like a nice little Indiegogo. All you gotta do is type in the Google machine Swamp of the Living Dead Indiegogo. It's the first link. I just did it. <laughs> um, so there's right now, as of this recording, it's 40 days left. So it's probably about halfway there by the time this, this goes up on the 29th. So whatever that is. Um, but yeah, so here's the perks. And I'm just gonna read them all out. Fuck it. You could go on the site, but I'm saving you the, the, the time. For $5, you can get a thank you from us. We don't, did we specify what the thank you was? Yes, it's an email. I'll it's send an you email. an email, and you also get um, get your name in the credits. Okay, and so on IMDb, get, too. You get your name in the credits in IMDb, and you know what? I'll raise it better. If you donate to it, probably cut this out. You'll get a video thank you. Cut that out. Uh... <laughs> Number 10, number 10, sorry, it's been a long day, $10, you get a digital download of the movie. Plus a thank you. Yes. Everything yeah. comes with an email. Yeah. You, you know get the you. email regardless. You get that sweet email that you can print out, you can frame it saying, I was there. And that sweet IMDb credit, too. Yes. Um, $20, you get a poster and an email. But we're not gonna say we're not gonna keep adding the email. It's already <laughs> guaranteed. You get a poster for twenty dollars. Does that come with a digital download? Yeah, um, yes, the poster. Everything also comes with a digital download. Okay, okay. So we established every perk gives you the thank you and the digital download past ten dollars. There you go. So now, twenty dollars, you get a sweet poster. And now this poster, we don't have the artwork yet, but uh, it's looking pretty good. And hopefully, I'll have that within the <clears> next <throat> next couple days. But estimated if, shipping is next year, so yeah, but it doesn't time. matter. But um, if you know, if you've seen the artwork from Night of the Axe, um, the same artist is doing this, so you can expect if you like that artwork, which I know a lot of you do, um, yeah. you should enjoy this poster when it finally is <laughs> is ready. And then next we have forty dollars to get a DVD. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, no, you, you know what. DVDs are $50 for $10 more. Only $10 more, and you get a Blu ray. That's sweet. I mean, shit, take that. Um, here's one I might donate to uh, your song in the film for $100. You have a song? It can be in the film. Yep. For uh, We'll play an excerpt of it at least. Yes. And then. Um now, no, that, that one doesn't include a physical copy, but I will give you a pers- a secret perk. Yes. Uh, once you buy that, if you buy that, I'll give you a secret perk where you can get a DVD or Blu-ray for a reduced price. It's, and also might have lipstick on the <clears throat> cover. Don't quote me on that. 
It'll be like those light lipsticks you put lipstick you see on a napkin. You could get that. It'll be my lips. Uh, <clears throat> so another for another hundred dollars, your brand is featured. Now, what is that? What does that mean? It <clears throat> means if you have a podcast and uh, a podcast, a YouTube, uh, oh, okay, a business, okay, a, your own movie, yeah, your band, whatever you want to, whatever you want me to put in the movie, I'll put it in there. <clears throat> is it gonna be like? It, it, is it gonna be like Wayne's World or like <laughs> the product placement? <clears throat> Do it like that. Uh, <clears throat> Do it like that. Boy, I sure love drinking this Pepsi on this audio podcast. <laughs> <clears throat> Alright. <clears throat> so once again, that's a that's no physical copy, so you will get a secret perk. Yeah. For I mean, come on, a hundred dollars. You get you get to show off your shit. Your what you work hard on, but you also get something secret. <clears throat> I'm gonna tell you now. The ten dollar people don't get secrets. You can for donating a hundred dollars. That is limited only. Well, someone already claimed it, so there's two more. So yes. get it while it's hot. Hundred and twenty deluxe DVD pack. What is that? So that is a DVD, a poster, and an exclusive T-shirt. You're not gonna get anywhere else because <clears throat> um, I'm probably not gonna make any more beyond besides yeah. this. Um, and I believe that also includes a digital. And, um, what else? Does this say includes anything else in that? Oh, I click it. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> Face melt feature sticker. Oh, yeah, the sticker. You won't get <clears throat> anywhere else. Yes. 200 available. So, do it. <laughs> Deluxe Blu-ray pack. That's the same thing I just <clears throat> said with a Blu-ray. Yes. <laughs> uh, so tough. Oh, damn it. I just clicked out of it. But, yeah, I... I shit. <clears throat> Blu-ray. <laughs> This has gone off the rails, guys. I'm sorry. <clears throat> All right. So this is limit two. Only two people get this perk. You could be one of them. For $200, you get an on-set visit. And you get the deluxe DVD and Blu-ray. Or <clears throat> pack. Or. You get the pack. <clears throat> but travel, that's on you. But yeah. this is the, you, you can travel. It's... It's the experience. It's priceless. So definitely do hey, that. If, if I know you personally, <clears throat> I might let you crash on my couch. You know what? Sean knows how the on. He's gonna be there for the onset visit. <laughs> you got the perk too. Yeah, you can join us. You can have the same perk that the director has. <clears throat> uh, three hundred and fifty dollars a gory prop and the deluxe DVD and Blu-ray pack. At this point, you get the pack for this one. So the gore prop, what could it be? A knife? It could be a, <clears throat> a severed head. It could oh. be a severed arm. We have lots of lots of limbs and gory things we can send you. Yes. Uh, so yeah, you'll get surprised. You'll be surprised. You'll get in your mailbox a severed head, and you'll be happy about it. <laughs> Heck yeah! It's not real. For five hundred dollars, only four can be claimed. You can be one of the living dead. Yes. You could be a zombie. The Z. The Z word. Whatever you want to call it, you can be. The Living Dead. You could be killing a character. You could possibly be killing a character on screen. Yes. $500? For only five. Sometimes I go on Indiegogo and I see him. It's like freaking $2,000. You, you could be a zombie or be a character in the movie. You do it for only $500. Shit. Or if you want to spend a little extra money, you can get a cameo. Yeah. Cameo. You can be killed on screen. Yes. <clears throat> Oh, yeah, it says right here, your own cameo. Kill scene in the film. You know, 
some people get the cool death scene that could be you. You could be like, oh no, a zombie. Maybe don't act like that, please. Please don't act like that. But, ah, you die. Boom. Fucking, that's a sweet, that's a sweet A little part. extra incentive. If you ever seen <clears throat> City of the Living Dead, you know, when their sprains get squeezed out, that could be you. <gasps> oh, wow. Or... <clears throat> The way he's going to donate now. Or if you're the super duper duper horror fan, for $2,500, we go from $500 to $2,500. So that means, what does that mean? You, also you get the on-set visit already. Uh, you get the Blu-ray the or DVD pack, whichever you want. And you get an executive producer credit. I don't even have that credit. You could get that credit. Only three are available. So uh, you could be one of three. You could be the Trinity of executive producers. Uh, and finally, the last perk. This is the holy shit perk. $5,000. You can become a super fan. I'm just going to read what you have on there. You get an executive producer credit. Your choice of deluxe Blu-ray or DVD. Plus, you'll be vis- invited to the premiere party. And you can have dinner with the director and cast. You can have director. You can have... Dinner with him, and I'll probably be there. You can have dinner with me. You can have dinner with pretty much shit. Just, it's going to be fun. Uh, what else? You'll be forever remembered in our hearts as the Swamp super fan. Oh, that warmed my heart right there. Yeah, and only one. You could be that one. Are you that one? Well, you better donate right now. It's Indiegogo. Swamp of the Living dead is there anything else you'd like to add well obviously i need your support for this but i'm determined to make this movie no matter what yes so get in on the ground floor and pre-order your dvds because you're gonna get this movie and you're gonna be upset when you weren't part of this uh this new new modern classic. Yeah. You're going to be kicking yourself to say, oh, I was not involved with that. Man, you could. And also, it's independent cinema. If you got the money, you got to donate. Even if, even if it's just the $10. That's $10. Even just the $5. <clears throat> $10, you know, that can give someone a meal. That can mm-hmm. give us a roll of duct tape. Because if you're on any film, duct tape a need. Um, you could, you know, maybe someone needs gas money. You could help them out. You base, if you donate a dollar even, that's a water bottle. That's someone that can drink some water. You know, I mean, come on, guys. Donate. Donate to something worthwhile, especially in the Halloween season. It's the Halloween season, guys. Do it. Yes. Do it. It's also my birthday coming up. It's his birthday, too. That'd be amazing. On your birthday, you see, oh, wow, <laughs> I got, like, a million dollars on Indiegogo. I wish. I wish. Shit. I not... could make three movies with that. <laughs> You'll make. You can make as many movies as you want. You can live off that because I mean, come on. We're low budget here. We like to have fun here. Yes. Uh, it's all about fun, and you can join in on the fun. So please support me yes. and make sure that I don't put myself into massive debt. Yes. Because I will if you don't support me. So yes. please. Please. You know, do you understand how the government is? Do you understand how credit cards are? Do you understand what loans are? If you are if you know, don't put this guy through it. I know you've been through it. I, I know I've been through it. Help this guy. Don't let this guy go. Don't let him be another person that falls to debt. And I wish we had a sponsor for something about debt or something. I wish we had... That would be a perfect plug for, like, 
We're sponsored by Squarespace. I don't know. We're not sponsored by Squarespace. We're sponsored by Face Melt Features. Yes. Which is your com- production company. That's you my guys, production company. That's, that's your, uh, fa- what's the Facebook for that? It's Face Melt Features on Facebook. So um, it should just be Facebook.com slash Face Melt Features. Nice. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Heavy Metal Horror, Heavy underscore Metal underscore Horror. Uh, Twitter is Face Melt Films. I don't use Twitter much because Twitter kind of sucks. Um, but Twitter's I'll, only I'll tr- good if you like... Hockey or politics? Yeah, I I try to use it a little bit, but it's it's hard. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, you can, and that's where you'll find me. Basically, I mean, I'm also on. Uh, you can also go to my IMDb. Yeah, <laughs> uh, which I have that now, and you can too if you donate to the project. Yes, and like like we said on Vimeo and YouTube, you know, it's YouTube.com/slash/FaceMailFeatures, right? Yes. Yes. Yep. If you type that in. You get to watch Night of the Axe. Yep, just so if you, if you need any a little bit more extra incentive, if you don't know who this guy is, I'm not going to donate to your thing. Watch Night of the Axe. Get the vibe. It won awards. Do it. Just do it. And then you'll be like, oh, wow, I like this. I'm going to donate to this. So thank you for joining us, Sean. Uh, hopefully we'll get you back sooner than five. Maybe we'll get you back for when you start before you start production of Swamp of the Living Dead. Yes. Well, you know, uh, maybe hopefully next time we'll Indiegogo will be fully funded and all that. So yeah. Yep. You have until December third to yes. help me out. Yes. So it's almost Christmas. It's almost Christmas, man. Give this guy some. Instead of going to Black Friday and buying gifts for friends and family, give the money to this guy. So uh, thank you, Sean. Thank you. That was an awesome interview. That wasn't it. Uh, thank you all for listening to this episode of the Minkadish Podcast, uh, episode two forty eight. You know what that means? Uh, episode two forty nine is coming out, and episode two fifty. Before I get into that, you can follow us on Twitter at Minkadish MCP. You can follow us on Instagram, Minkadish Productions. You can follow us on Facebook or like us on Facebook. Whatever you want to do. Facebook.com slash Minkadish Productions. Scott and I have a band, Meteor King. It's Facebook.com slash Meteor King Band. We also have MeteorKing.BandCamp.com if you want to buy our EP, all that stuff. Um, we also have a YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash Minkadish Productions, where you can get all kinds of stuff. Criterion Connection. We have a new Criterion Connection tomorrow. Uh, it is going to be Rosemary's Baby. Uh, we have special guest Diana Koch from Jalo the Month Club. She's been on the podcast. Last Halloween, she was on the podcast. She also was on the top 10 uh, movies of 2019, 2018-2019 this year. Um, yeah, so she's also on the Jalo the Month Club, which I I visit. She just lets me on the podcast. I, I just invite myself. She don't want me. Psych, we have uh, that. It's on Jalo the Month Club. Just search it on Spotify, Anchor, all that stuff. Just search it on there. Um, she's going to be on a special guest uh, for the Rosemary's Baby episode. Also, last Friday, check out the B Movie Den. That's right, B Movie Den has a new episode: Redneck Zombies, right in time for Halloween. A little trauma for your Halloween. Whew. So that's our YouTube. Subscribe, like, share, whatever. Uh, but. That is not all, because this week, this upcoming week, the first week of November, is our five-year anniversary week. We've been around since 2000, November 5th, I believe, was the first, November 3rd, I believe, was the first episode of the Mint Condition podcast, so this all started in 2014. We're going to celebrate five years by doing this. So this is episode 248. 
249 will come out on Sunday. This Sunday, you're going to get 249, which is kind of a recap. We've got a bunch of inter- like bunch of interviews, exclusive interviews that aren't in the podcast canon and the episode list. So I'm going to put all those in one episode so you get Matt Daly, you get Scotty Bones, you get... Oh, man, there's a lot more. I can't think of it. Uh, anyway, you get a lot of cool interviews. Um, I already have it downloaded. I got to edit, and it will be up Sunday. But then also on Tuesday, episode 250, it's going to be new things, new awesome things happening in Mid Condition Podcast with Scott, myself, and Joe. Of course, Joe. So uh, until next time, I am Suede Wade. And as always... You got to keep it clean. Keep it sweet. No, no. Keep it spooky. But most importantly, you got to keep it mint condition. Happy Halloween, everyone.